Sporkies, welcome back to another episode. I know we missed last week, not a hiatus. That was just a scheduling conflict. But Gavin's here again. Yeah. We're ready to talk about a newer movie. We're talking about The Boogeyman, based on the Stephen King short story, uh, published way back in 1978. But before we get underway with that, just a quick reminder, we still have lots of stickers to give away. And the quickest way you can get a sticker is just rating us five stars and leaving a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and one of the future platforms that we'll be on whenever I get around to it. And all you got to do is screenshot proof of that and send it to, send it to us over on Instagram at Bloody Spork, on Twitter at Bloody Spork Pod, or email it to us, bloodysporkpod at gmail.com, and we will figure out the details and get you some stickers. You know, at this point, there is no limit. You want five? I'll give you five. You want ten? You want oh, ten? It is. You want twenty? Sure. I don't even care anymore. We you are, want my whole stack? <laughs> <laughs> we are getting rid of these stickers like it's no tomorrow. At this point, I'm hanging them everywhere I go, sticking them over every surface. But without further ado, let's talk about this sham, sham of a movie. I almost feel like we should have reviewed the 2005 Boogeyman that Gavin so graciously gifted me a few months back. Because <laughs> there's at least three of those movies. We could make a mini-series out of it. We could actually yeah. probably review all three in one episode, realistically, is what I meant to say. We'll, we'll save that for a special. <laughs> we'll save that for when we're both really feeling that we hate ourselves. Really? And then we'll watch that. Uh, so... Yeah, Boogeyman, based on a short story. I was unable to read the short story in its entirety because the PDF, the Google Books or whatever, was hiding pages from me, so I couldn't read it all. But it's a part of his collection titled Night Shift. Uh, there is multiple adaptations, I want to say. This is the newest adaptation. Mm-hmm. came out, I think, a month ago now. Uh, still in theaters, however, when I look it up, it says it's distributed by Hulu. So I would assume it's going to end up on that streaming service sooner rather than later, because I can't imagine it's absolutely killing at the box office. But uh, it's not terrible. However, I didn't like it either. It has some good scares, though. It's got some. It's got some good bits, but I'd say yeah. as a whole. Yeah, as a movie, it's poop. <laughs> as a whole, it's kind of meh. Uh, the cre- you, the creature is kind of eh. Uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Mr. Boogie what, himself. What was the movie, um, Don't Breathe, where the, the guy's blind? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's also the movie Lights Out. If you're a fan of movies in just complete darkness, the whole 90% of the movie, this is a movie for you. <laughs> I forgot Lights Out existed. Also... Because it's terrible. <laughs> also has a short film adaptation that I've heard is better than some films are just meant to be short and some concepts are just meant to be short the short story this is based off of is only 12 pages and there is a uh 27 minute short film adaptation 27 minute short film adaptation of this as well that's on youtube that i'm gonna link because just by clicking through it looks a little spookier than this just because (laughs) it's low budget so give that a look honestly if you're bored you know if they would have taken i could probably I'll be generous and say like five scenes from this movie, put them into a just back-to-back sequence, and then called it good, it would have been better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because this, like you said, it's meant to be short. There is so much repetitive filler that does not need to be included. 
that it's it really drags on the high school characters uh, oh yeah her, pointless her friends <laughs> just some of the worst written it's interesting the more we watch and talk about movies the more I, I become or like both of us become aware of like patterns and how bad adults are at gauging high schoolers and I just I, just, <laughs> I fear when that's gonna happen to us because we're you know we're pretty far removed but not that far. Uh, however, these writers, they, I don't know if they've been in a high school in over 20 years, <laughs> based on how some of the lines came yeah. across. I'm not sure they yeah. understand how high schoolers interact with each other anymore. Assuming they're they, in high school. They might be freshmen in college. I couldn't really tell. I think it's high school, but they just, I, I don't know. I don't think they understand the difference between, like, angsty teenager and cunty bitch i don't i just i'm not sure they they were really trying to ride that line and then just fell over the cliff of bitch and it just kept going and maybe this is a hot take but believe it or not every high school girl isn't a cunty bitch believe it or not but it's true it's true regardless before we get into specifics this will probably be... I'm going to shoot for like 45, 50 minutes in length on today's episode. It's not a lot to talk about. Yeah, we don't have to go like full storyline because it's just constantly... Alright, here we go. Sorry, spoiler alert. Just constantly, my mom dead. <laughs> that's the whole movie. It's just, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and there's technically... At the very, very end is technically a twist, I would consider it. Um, yeah. But, so we'll get to that towards yeah, the yeah. end. Um... I'm not going to say you need to watch this film. I'm going to say you got some friends over and you want to throw something on in the background. Sure, why not? They do some interesting things and some, like we said, there's some solid bits that are done. Some good set pieces, I'd say. Other than that, though, as a whole, relatively disappointing, which is why these scores over here on Little Rotten (laughs) Tomatoes actually surprise me. Uh, So we'll just roll right into that. The Boogeyman, okay. critical score on Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think that it could be? Well, I know for a fact that when I was in the theater, I was sitting next to an older couple to my left and then younger couple to my right. The older couple were literally pissing their pants. <laughs> so I, I, people have got to think that it's scary, at least some of the scenes. So I'm going to go with like 70 as my first guess. Lower. But you're in the right range. You're you're in the right ten percent. Sixty-seven. Lower. Sixty-four. Sixty-three. Oh. Sixty-three percent critical score. We have a critical critics consensus. The boogeyman might fall short of its terrifying source material, but a spooky atmosphere and some solid performances help keep the chills coming. Okay. Okay. I mean, the best actor was the fucking the other mom <laughs> oh i i will i'll give it to this movie i'll say it's rare but they got themselves a pretty decent kid actor oh I, um, i'd honestly say sawyer yeah i'd honestly yeah, say she, she even outperformed like the teenager in some regards but you know they both had their highlights i'd say i think yeah. it was it was harder for the little girl to mess up with what she had to do compared to the teenager but more on yeah. that later audience score 
What do you think? Oh, you're right. I was guessing the critic score. Sorry. Audience score, 70. Lower, but still in the same 10% range. Okay, 67. 66. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, if you don't mind spending a lot of time waiting for things to happen, the boogie yeah, yeah. is worth watching for some solid jump scares. That's, that's what I'm saying. I feel like, going back to what you were saying before we did the guessing game, um, I would... It is worth listening to reviews. Mm-hmm. Hearing people talk about how scary it is is going to be better than you sitting there and watching it. True. And I know a couple movies that I feel like, Dan, don't hate me for this, mm. but <laughs> Insidious, mm. I think is better listening to people talk about how scary it is I'm gonna cry. than actually watching the movie. <laughs> Shedding tears as we speak, actually. <laughs> No, it's a great movie, but it's just, I feel similarly about both of them. <laughs> That's fair. So this comes by way of Rob Savage, who has recently directed Dashcam. And one oh, of I the, wanted to watch that. One of the more popular, uh, quote, pandemic movies, Host, uh, which both, I believe, were relatively popular and received well. I did not see either of those. I am curious about Dashcam. Um, yeah, I wanted to he see He also did Salt in 2017, Dawn of the Death, which okay. I'm not sure about that one, and Strings in 2012, but that's just listed as a British drama, so don't know how that's relevant. Either way, I'm going to say, I wouldn't say this is a miss, I'm not going to say it's a hit. We talk about the details, we're just going to roll... Right along yeah. here, unless I mean, you have just, anything pre-spoiler you wish no, to just, really say. Just so you said, miss, not a miss, not a hit. Uh, I think it's just one of those movies that will, some people are going to, it's going to be their fucking go-to, oh my god, have you seen Boogeyman? <laughs> and then other people are going to be like, yes, I've seen it and it's complete shit. <laughs> you know, it's it's just one of those that's going to be divisive. It's, but, a, um, it's another one where its host creature is the manifestation of... Uh, I don't want to say a mental illness, similar to like the Babadook and how that happened, uh, but it's in that realm. Uh, the Boogeyman in this movie is coming out due to, uh, I'd say, undealt with trauma, per se, <laughs> in that realm. Yeah, but this is like if you take the Quiet Place monster and instead of noise, you use light. light. <laughs> similar <It's>... to Lights <laughs> Out. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so... And I'd say this creature looks similar to the Lights Out creature, but... Yeah. I like the little baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting, at least. <laughs> I think this movie could have been scarier if it did more of, like, the voice-throwing thing. Because they said... Oh, yeah. There was, like, they made it a very clear point at one point. I forget who says it specifically, but they're like, it can sound like whoever it wants to sound like. So I imagine as well it could, like, embody whoever it wants to embody. And so it does, like, a little bit of that. It does, like, a little bit of dream manipulation. Like, there's bits and pieces where they could have went further. Mind you, this is a PG-13 film. Red flag, so you already know... They didn't really fully commit to the bit, in my opinion. I think this movie, you make it, like, rated R, and then you go deeper into these, like... I don't want to say deeper into the dream sequences, because obviously that sets you up for your Freddy comparisons. But there's there's more to do, because 
your source material is so short, you can give the boogeyman whatever powers you want to give him. Who cares? They definitely fucking gave him a lot of powers because he... Oh, we're into we're into the spoiler section, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Last last warning. <laughs> you really want to watch the movie before we talk about it? Pause the episode. Unfortunately, right now it's still in theaters. I couldn't even find it. I don't even think you can really rent it at a terrible rate online right now. So apologies on that. Um, go see a matinee viewing if you are going to watch it. Don't pay full price for a ticket, please. And um, <laughs> come on back to the episode. Like I said, uh, just. Uh, Hulu's involved, so I think Hulu. It should be on Hulu. I honestly predict by end of July at the latest, in my opinion. Hopefully. But, yes. Spoilers ahead. Alright, here we go. Spoilers. Just since we're on this topic talking about the creature's powers, we're gonna refer to him as the Boogeyman. That's what they call him. He fucking ripped that lady in half. (laughs) Were you able to see that on your viewing ability? (coughs) Well, yes, of course. Okay. A little bit. Well, I not, you not, were wearing not, sunglasses in the theater, yeah, that's yeah. all. <laughs> um, he fucked, so in the scene where she gets trapped and all the shotguns shoot the boogeyman and he's bleeding and dead, <laughs> and he fucking gets up after surviving that and just rips a grown woman in two at the waist, like, effortlessly. This is PG-13, but you see that, like, when we watched Megan, you didn't see almost anything. Mm-hmm. They literally show this lady getting completely torn in half. <laughs> because it's like 90% black tint on yeah, the it's screen. Like pitch black. So like, they won't be able to see it. It's fine. No, no, no. Go with it. Roll with it. Because they but don't show like, any blood exclusively. It's like, ah, it passes. It's just, it's like, I don't know. This creature was just so confusing to me because it's, it's a physical and like spiritual embodiment of fear. And I feel like that's just not fair. <laughs> it isn't fair. I don't know. <laughs> the other issue, I think... I bumped my desk. Sorry about that. The other issue, I think, is they don't do a lot of lore building. It's hard to give such a generic idea lore, but the way to add to your movie organically, as opposed to what they did, uh, would have been to give the Boogeyman some kind of backstory in some way, shape, yeah. or form. We, we get it by way of the random man who pulled up. Lester. Lester, yeah. So quick, uh, quick mini synopsis. So we have a family of three, husband and his two, or husband, ex-husband. <laughs> uh, man and his two daughters. One's a, one we're assuming, like we said, is in high school. Another one's in elementary school for roundabouts of ages. Uh, lost his wife, their mother, tragically, to the boogeyman. And... He's a therapist. He gets pulled up on by a guy named Lester. Lester and some of his lines are taken straight out of the short story. I read it over. I forget specifically which lines, but if you read if you read the short story, Lester is like straight out of the book. And he has a very minimal role in this movie. He kind of just and that's why I said what I said before we recorded about the ending because mm-hmm. Lester talked about it then. Lester kills himself, <clears throat> unalives himself. Sorry. Uh, I see. And then oh, they deal with it's, it. It's like a, it's like a smile uh-huh. thing. Or like uh, a. Uh, can any movie just be original? That's what I. You know. 
<laughs> also, by the way, Gavin really wants to go back on his word. So let us know if you want us to talk about Smile. I want to talk about Smile. wants to talk about Smile so bad. So that might just be next. Who knows? I want to rewatch it. That's really <laughs> So be on the lookout. Let us know what you think. But regardless, yeah, this unfort. the more we, more I'm like running through all my thought thoughts, it's like a smosh, smash up of every tiny thing over the past like decade for paranormal creatures of sorts combined. That's what one. Smile was. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what Smile was. Where, where they're all pulling like a little bit of detail from this story, a little bit of detail from that story, and it's here. Yeah. And I don't know who's executing the best, but this is one of the better ones, I'd say, I guess. I mean, it looks it looks good. They do a lot of good things, uh, cinematography wise. It is very dark, very yeah, um, just not a well lit movie. They try to offset that with a lot of uh, lights within the house, and like the little girl has a bunch of lights. She's got this fucking moonlight ball that she takes with her everywhere she goes unreal the things they come up with these days uh doesn't really do much for her throughout the movie but it exists <laughs> it does some things we get the uh trailer scare when she drops it and it rolls under her bed um not the most effective <laughs> but none of it really was the bit i want to rag on the most comes by way of the high school characters yes so uh we should probably get some names the daw the older daughter's named what sadie 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 yeah. sadie goes back to school eventually after her mother's death and she decides to wear something that was once her mother's and uh we get her best friend that's like are you okay everything good and then we get like a group of girls that come up after that like aren't aren't you a little weirdo wearing your mom's clothes after she died? What the fuck's wrong with you? Huh? I don't know. I know. Like I I feel like even the well that's not true. <laughs> High school bullies are the worst of the worst. I know you're about to say something <laughs> that's so wrong. <laughs> I was about to say I feel like even the worst bullies wouldn't bully you over a dead parent. That is so wrong. Wrong-o. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> the the people that bully her, quote, if you want to call it bullying, I don't know, in this moment, end up being her friends, and she invites them over to hang out later in the movie. Like, well, they like, all get together. Like, okay, we're friends. Weirdly, they were supposed to be her friends, but then her best friend became detached from Sadie and became best friends with these cunts. <laughs> so then Sadie was like, you got new friends. You don't want to hang out with me. And then she was like, okay, then let's have a girl's night. And then they all just go to her house. <laughs> yeah, somehow somehow Sadie justifies inviting all of them over when she only likes the one. One of the other bitchy girls calls her out for it and says, you only like your best friend anyway. Why are we even here? Great question. Why are you even here? Why did you go? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just call it, you think she's the weirdo who won't get over the death of her mother, which, by the way, she doesn't have to, okay? We all grieve at our own pace, you know? But, just odd. We get uh, to talk, because, man, it really 
bugged me because I just I don't, the more I think like I listen to other people review and like especially the negative reviews when they talk about the specifics of the negativities. I don't want to say oh this movie's just bad because it's bad. This movie's bad because these girls decide to smoke real drugs uh, or however they refer to it as and. They say, well, what is it? Sadie apparently is smoking for the first time, and the other girl says, "Oh, we're popping your cherry, aren't we?" That is not a marijuana. <laughs> that's not a marijuana term. People don't say that when you people smoke don't say for that the first at time. all anymore. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, people, don't, people don't say it when it's relevant relative to the right matter, I suppose. Let alone just to smoking. I haven't heard the phrase probably since the early two thousands when I should have uh. been hearing the phrase. Yeah, and we're jumping around, but now now that we're in this position, we gotta talk about what they do now <laughs> when they lock her in her fucking <laughs> dead mother's art gallery. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> so so Lester apparently that was the other thing. Lester hung himself from the closet in her mother's room, art room or whatever. Everybody knows somehow that the man hung himself in her house because I, I think, what is it? The elementary daughter, uh, Sawyer is her name. The elementary school daughter's bus is riding by and all yeah. the cops are there and all the kids flock to one side of the bus. And they're like, oh, well, like not uh, to further comment on the fact that these girls wouldn't go over their house to begin with. The moment I find out someone died in your house actively, like within the last week. Yeah, bro, if you want to come over, that's cool, but I don't really feel comfortable, like, going over to your house right now, maybe in a year or so. Uh, yeah, and then they're like, oh, let's, can you show us where he did it? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I guess. I, su- I suppose. <laughs> but I'm the weird one? <laughs> yeah, and then they, and then it's a, oh, it's a prank, and they just push her in there. Yeah, they fucking, this whole movie was just how, how much can we torture Sadie and Sawyer? That was the whole movie. They yeah. fucking push her into that room, lock the door, and then the fucking boogeyman just goes to attack her. I mean, like... <laughs> ah, you know? <laughs> fucking Christ. The real horror. The real horrors of this movie are high school kids, really. And it's, frankly, if that's not in the short story, then that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in a movie. Like, if that's from the source material, okay, fine. But if they made that shit up, like... I, I, I believe, uh, be, like I said, I tried to skim through it. Some of the pages were omitted. I only could see like about six of the twelve, so I can't tell you everything. Um, the short story seems to really reside about the therapist character, who's obviously the father, and Lester. Like their convert, their initial conversation, uh, Lester talks in depth in the short story about how he lost his three children. So, yeah, that's why Lester pulled up. Lester was like, hey, lost my three kids. You're not going to believe me, but I got to tell somebody. I didn't kill them. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't kill them, but they are dead. Somebody did kill them. <laughs> and that's like the focus of the short story. And again, I don't really know how it ends. But this whole everything with Sawyer and uh, what the Sadie is doesn't exist seemingly in the short story so that's where our movie comes from is around these two girls <laughs> or it's, basically or it's the back half that dan couldn't read <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you know it's plausible i'll i'll say that but either way man it's not effective because they only get 
the high the other high school girls only get two scenes and it's the let's bully her scene in the high school and then it's the let's all hang out at her house and smoke weed scene and even the best yeah. the quote best friend only gets an additional scene outside of them that she's not even in yeah <laughs> really. so i don't really understand <laughs> so after no, i mean yeah um, i was gonna say after lester unalives himself they went to check out his house also don't think happens probably I had to guess. Yeah, that would have been pretty crazy to put in a short story. That whole part. I mean, it was that part was actually interesting. I think to me, but just because I, it's like this lady is hunting it. Yeah, I somehow think, I, think I don't. If we had spent. So I think that's. Uh, so Lester's wife is still alive. Um, I think in the short story she's dead as well, but I could be wrong. Like I said, didn't get those pages. And she is alive and well, not well, but she is alive. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> and she, like, hunts the creature who's kind of, like, created a home in her house. And that's indicative of, like, these symb- symbiote from 2007 Spider-Man webbing all throughout her house. Yeah, it's like a nest, almost. But there's only one, as far as we know. And again, isn't that what, ha- <laughs> isn't that what Lights Out did, too? It had, like, black tentaclous webbing like spread throughout the house when it was dark i don't know i could be wrong maybe i'm thinking of another movie no i think you're right because there was like a hole in the wall that it would come out of yeah and it was like yeah 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 i'm I'm pretty sure yeah yeah, there's the original i don't know it doesn't matter and so it's almost like the way by the way the movie ends the way they try to like oh that's mama that's mama that's That's mama i was like wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) you go just listen to our mama Mama. episode (laughs) <laughs> I haven't referenced that one before. That's anyway, <laughs> you see, you were right. They just took one tiny bit of every movie ever made and just threw it into this. <laughs> like with it, again, within the past ten years, like unbelievable. So I think this a lot more strength, or what could have been done in this movie's favor, would have been focusing in on the mom. We get so many solo shots and solo moments with. Um, Sadie or so, whichever one, Sadie, the older one. Um, I think had we and, and again, Sadie, Sadie's best friend. This is her extra scene. Sadie's best friend drives her to the house, and she just walks Lester's in willy nilly. Uh, yeah, Lester's house. Walks in willy nilly, starts investigating, ends up uh, linking up with the mom, who isn't of the right the bestest of minds, you know, dealing with what she has to deal with. But this was their moment to really, I feel like if we just detached from the girls and we got like a 10 minute, so not maybe not 10 minutes, but like five minutes of just like the mom in the house, solo hunting through the house could have really developed some kind of different suspense as well as taken away from the weaknesses that were present in the teenage character like you could drop some of the high school moments and instead put in an extra scare with the mom hunting the creature through her own house yeah that'd be cool and i think that would have been more like organic length to the movie as opposed to whatever the fuck else they decided to write (laughs) you know what that just made me think of Hmm. that the Boogeyman kind of like manifests in a nest, quote unquote, in homes. Mm-hmm. Does it need infrastructure? 
because <laughs> she was walking around at night a couple times in this movie, and you'd think that it would have just pulled up. Came out. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't. I don't really follow. And they, everybody kept saying, oh, he's been here since the beginning of time, or whatever that guy said. <laughs> it's like, well, so, <laughs> was it just making these, like, webs in, like, teepees? <laughs> but could also jump to his webs in other houses in an instant? Yeah, get, yeah, right. Get from house to house, but couldn't be outside. Because he I'm not... <laughs> obviously has the nest in the uh, Lester's wives' home but also has a nest in Sadie and Sawyer's home. And I think after the wife tries to kill it with, um, we'll say, uh, Sadie's help, quote-unquote, um, <laughs> yeah. and then it's torn in half, she gets a call from her dad and is like, oh, you're home? And then he just gets sucked into the house by the boogeyman in an instant, even though she just yeah, saw she's it. Like, don't go inside. And he's like, okay, I won't. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> I did but, like what did I like? Oh man. I liked the the therapist scene with the red cube. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That that had the fucking old people next to me <laughs> fucking <laughs> shitting and farting. I'm not even gonna lie. Like they were I thought they were gonna cry. So there's a scene where they I think I think it's just Sadie and Sawyer, right? Mm. They go to see their therapist to talk about the mom passing and Sadie's afraid of the dark and there's her dad, who's also a therapist, thinks that she's seeing things through her PTSD trauma. Mm-hmm. Thinks she's manifesting, you know, illusions and hallucinations. So they go there to try to deal with it. <laughs> and this, this lady's like, you know, we're just going to face our fears right now. And when I'm watching, I'm like, oh, she's going to turn the lights off and the boogeyman's going to, like, do something, whatever. She goes, here, I have this giant red cube that every couple seconds, the light stays on for a little less. And I'm going to walk around the room really weirdly until the light just goes completely dark and you piss your pants. And the other girl's like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd be scary in like a normal scenario, you know? Like if my therapist when you're being wanted hunted. to do that tomorrow, I'd say, no, I got to go. I don't want to deal with my fear of the dark personally. I'll just live with it. So as, yeah, and then as the fucking cube keeps like, flashing you can just see the boogeyman in the corner of the room like getting closer and closer until finally i'm pretty sure does it actually like touch her i feel like at one point i think so but who knows it like it like rips her hair out or something (laughs) or like scratches her arm and she just pisses herself and they're like it's okay you're just scared of the dark she just got fucking abused (laughs) yeah really in your office you're donzo yeah for real you fucking psycho I liked the one bit the uh, during the high school get together. We'll say the dad promised the younger one that she could play on her PlayStation while friends are over. Yada yada yada. And so <laughs> I can't tell. I couldn't tell what game she was playing. I don't. I didn't know touch either. my PlayStation very much. But what she does in the game is she start like throwing grenades or something in the gr- in the game where they get, like, flashes on the screen so she could illuminate the room even more. By the way, don't play your video games in the dark. It's bad, it's bad for your eyes. eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's some blue light glasses featured by today's sponsor. I don't know who does. Oh, so, the Dollar Tree. Yeah. That's where we I get mine. <laughs> we, don't, we don't actually have a sponsor. I just know. You know, I have blue light glasses, and I don't game in the dark either because I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not 15 mm-hmm. anymore. Jeez. And because you're... 
light switch connects to all of your uh, electronics. Yeah, I know that, that's true. I need my lights to be on to do anything in my room. But that's not the point. We know better these days. Facts. The other, like I said, I think the uh, child actor was actually strong in this movie. I think given what she had to do, she was more effective in her role than the teenager. The teenager, I felt like uh, Sadie played more of just the generic, like you said, angsty teen who's just in a precarious situation dealing with it best she can. But I don't really think there's much else to talk about in the Um. core of the movie. No, I think we can just jump right to the end, honestly. <laughs> so, uh, where our brains are going to expand right before your very eyes is going to be with mm-hmm. the ending. Mm-hmm. So, I saw reviews say that this was a bit of a, a twist ending. Um, long story short, the Boogeyman is physically real, so they do, in fact, like, murder it. Um, like we said, the mom, the mom character, Lester's wife, like, fucked it up with a shotgun, multiple times uh we should mention she basically invited sadie over to help her locked sadie up and was like i need something to drag him out and then has a little trap set up i liked the doesn't deal with it but try i I like yeah i like the boogeyman blowing out the candles that was i think a good touch Mm -hmm. like it also kind of showed that it is reiterated that it is a physical being yeah. It had the ability to... Like, which I'm yeah. glad... Again, one of the other highlights I'll give it is that this isn't a purely paranormal creature that they couldn't do anything about. Like, this was just a thing that they decided, you know what, we're gonna hunt you instead. That's it. We're done with this. <laughs> and that's kind of what happens in the in the end sequence. Uh, Sadie gets the upper hand. We get this little uh, symbolic moment where the mother their mother who had passed away left behind a lighter and it was like her weed that they were smoking whatever i again i don't know what's the significance of smoking your mother your dead mother's weed but it's it's there um the significance comes by way of the lighter she had spoken to the lighter earlier like if you're here show me go to the left yeah something like that and so she was having she struggled with the lighter originally like when she was trying to light the weed in her mouth uh and so at the end of the movie she's able to light it on her own successfully it's what sets the boogeyman's nest on fire however you want us to phrase it i don't know he catches fire it's quote dead unquote they meet with the therapist one last time to say i guess we dealt with it that's all of our trauma i think it was yeah, I think it was so the dad could finally talk about it. Yeah. Talk about it because that was his big thing was he didn't want to talk about it, which was feeding into the boogeyman because he was just internalizing. There's another again. There's there were ways this movie could have went for organic length, and this, instead they decided to influx a bunch of high school again PG thirteen. I assume they're marketing to high schoolers, which you could still. Today's high schoolers, while they may seem dumb, aren't that dumb. You can have adults talk to each other in a PG-13 movie and it'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a trend? Is that just what's happening? I'm thinking about it out loud. Megan had a very 
heavily involved child actor. Your PG-13 movies can be all adults. It's okay. The, the, the high school kids don't need kids to relate to. I don't know. The only thing that comes to mind is that uh, Legolas only talks to Frodo once in all three Lord of the Rings movies. Got it. Awesome. Thank you. That's similar, right? <laughs> Probably. He's a kid. <laughs> also <Inside>. similar, <laughs> the boogeyman character that the WWE had, also yes. scarier. Yes, worms. Thoughts? Clock. <laughs> Clock and worms. <laughs> Booker guy. T's wife. That guy haunted my nightmares, you know. This 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 sham of a boogeyman, I won't even think twice about him. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, so sorry I interrupted you. They were at the the, <laughs> the therapist. Fine. They're at the therap the the sessions ending. The uh, Sadie notices that the uh closet door in her therapist just an extra Oh, just cracked open. Well, no, cuz um the therapist calls her in, but it's the boogeyman doing the voice uh, manipulation. Oh, 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 true, 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 true. So it's still... See, that that makes me not want to agree with what you said before we started recording, Dan, but I'll let you do that first. <laughs> so my theory, my movie theory here, is that similar to that of <laughs> the Bye Bye Man, you know? Um, talking about your trauma is what keeps him alive because this movie starts with a therapist and ends with a therapist. And so while they are indeed doing their jobs, the fact that they are discussing their trauma, keeping the memories of it alive, etc., etc., that's seemingly what the creature feeds off of. It's what keeps it going. Um, because they've decided that they no longer have their trauma or that they are past it at this point, they finally discuss their feelings, they've basically spread it to this therapist because i feel like that's kind of what happened with them originally lester came in talking about it it kind of latched onto the dad knowing that there was shit going on in his house and now bada bing yeah. we have a we have sequel potential but we also have an ambiguous ending like oh you know gavin saying what he's saying about the voice throwing um i'll say like Maybe it was just a sleight of hand and she's just overthinking it. Maybe she doesn't actually think it's over or Sadie that is, or she actually just has spread the boogeyman onto this therapist. And then boogeyman two comes out in two years. It's complete dog shit. Um, but it goes around the therapist that they ended the movie with. Yeah, that's definitely possible. But I was, I don't like, I, like I was saying, I don't know. I didn't like the ending. I don't know what, my thing would have been if they walk out of the building and then the therapist hears Sadie say something mm -hmm. and goes back in her office and the door's cracked. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. I, then I buy into they transferred it to the therapist, et cetera, et cetera. That's but the fact that Sadie heard it and saw it and the therapist didn't just doesn't make any sense to me because what was the point of defeating it if it's still there? <laughs> Sequel. Sadie has yeah, but I don't other want a trauma. Sequel. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm saying sequel. Sequel idea. Sadie lost a cousin twelve years prior. Oh, oh I don't shit! Know. Sadie's <laughs> dog dies. I don't know, but it's it's going down. Some of the uh, lesser positive fan reviews are dubbing it a Shyamalan esque twist. Um, I don't know. Okay, then I don't, maybe I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I no, I think you're right. 
in that it's basically the creature's not dead and the creature's just like, hey, you didn't kill me, by the way. Surprise. I just don't, I agree. I don't see the significance in that. There's no, what was the point of the therapy then if it's not actually dead? You could have done that scene in their house and it would have been a lot creepier at that point. Yeah, You just have the two sisters talking to each other. One of them hears it, the other one doesn't. And it's still relevant. You know, you don't need to go back to the therapist. But that's why I think what I think. I, I think both can be true, even though the, maybe the therapist doesn't hear it. But well, maybe, that's, yeah, yeah, like the boogeyman true. is saying like, hey, I'm still around. By the way, I'm attached to her now. Way to go, bud. Well, yeah, I mean, when Lester came, he, the boogeyman, I don't, I'm not convinced Lester actually hung himself. I think the boogeyman did it. Oh, probably. Um, but like the boogeyman still was attached to Lester. Mm-hmm. So while it was also haunting the family. So that's, yeah, that's true. It could just be doing the same thing it just already did, how it's still affecting them and this new person. Yeah. Ultimately, people try to give this a lot of people. Some of the reviews were like, this movie's really good because it deals with trauma. Barely. (laughs) Puss in Boots dealt with trauma more than this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for real. This, while not bad, like we said, not good. Um, also smile ends the same way, um, which Dan will find out when he watches it for our our review in three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. See the movie info says that the man Lester leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the suffering of its victims. I don't know. It's also rated PG-13 due to teen drug use. Oh, Uh, my. (laughs) So it could have been PG is what I'm hearing? (laughs) It probably, honestly, could have been. It was very much so. If there weren't loud noises and it wasn't super dark, probably. (laughs) You mean the 13 shotgun rounds that went off? (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Yeah, honestly, you take that gun out, I think this is a PG movie. But, alas... Reminder, the dad was in Devil. Yeah, was, we did not plan this. It just kind of happened that way. Just remembered. Chris Messina. Right now. Uh, just another one of those. The dad doesn't listen or pay attention to his kids until it's mm-hmm. too late. However, what could have. But this probably pushes it into the rated R without it needing to be pushed into the rated R. I honestly thought for a split second that the movie had killed the youngest daughter and i was like wow that is a bold decision to make but when she she got thrown into the tv yeah but then she just (laughs) woke up in the hospital i was like come on man (laughs) (laughs) like i get it it would have sucked but like megan killed all those people when it was still pg-13 i think it would have been a harsh decision but because all they did was throw her at the tv and she's like six years old you could have gotten away with saying the daughter was dead because the, boogie, the boogeyman killed Lester's kids. Why didn't it kill these kids? Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I agree. It. He did say it likes toying with its victims, whatever, whatever. But it just smoked the kids right away. So yeah. I don't... Like, it toyed with the little one enough. It toyed with the little one first and foremost. Like, the biggest and, like, outgoing the most with the little one. I yeah. see no issue with killing the kid. And then you have that much of a darker movie... While also still being PG thirteen, because again you don't have to. Sh- you threw her, 
throw her against a TV screen, we could still jump to a hospital right after. Put her in a coma, something. But then it's like, what do you say? It sucked the life force out of his kids. Firstly, yeah, something like that. how do you diagnose that? <laughs> <laughs> Did they just look like raisins? And he's like, it's actually, life force! <laughs> when doctors generically check those clipboards at every hospital scene ever, they're actually just looking at your life force. <laughs> they're looking at your power scaling? Yeah. <laughs> they're actually just <laughs> mm, looking it's at a, low. a giant percentage bar that just says how much life force left. <laughs> and that's how they generate, well, you got about six months to live approximate to five percent life force that's you know that's where the uh the fucking the the wife messed up she shot him with a shotgun a bunch of times but she had health bars turned off so she couldn't see he only took a little <laughs> bit of damage <laughs> yeah she only dealt with 25 percent of his health you know unbelievable he fucking regen while she wasn't looking <laughs> yeah, really. man pop the med kit unbelievable <laughs> yeah he fucking uh I can't even remember Fortnite phrases anymore. I'm just kind of going to say anything. <laughs> I was trying to think of, I was just trying to think of Apex. I haven't played it in over a month, but you know, just syringe right away. Pop the shield bat. <laughs> was Got ready. back to full full right. red. Just ripped her in half. <laughs> Got back to full red. Yeah, and then fucking Sadie threw a thermite, and that's all she had to do really. And got stuck his dumb stupid ass. Arc stardom, oh. fucking idiot. That's enough of that. I should cut the whole <laughs> two-minute bit. Everyone, that's where we lose all of our listenership. We're people, too. <laughs> we have hobbies, and we do things outside of this, believe it or not. You know? Yeah, this movie was mid. <laughs> <laughs> Super duper mid. Surprised that this wasn't, like, a January release S dumping ground of horror movies, but... <laughs> Probably because Megan came out, and they are like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, like, fuck, James Wan is on that? We can't compete with that shit. Damn. And Megan was a fucking hit. Unbelievable. They, they were looking at the release schedule, and they were like, oh, Megan, and then fucking uh, Nope, and, <laughs> and then Evil, Evil Dead. Dead Rise? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. And Puss in Boots? <laughs> push it back, push it back, push it back. Yeah, honestly, this could have been uh, straight to Hulu. It I would have liked it. I would have liked it way more if it was a straight to something movie, and I was watching it in my house and yeah. didn't have to pay to see it. <laughs> Honestly, uh, this did actually. Uh, it says it has a. It says it had a budget of thirty five million and box office of fifty eight and a half mil. So you 30, know thirty five mil. I feel like isn't that much for. I don't think it is nowadays, days. but yeah, it was also and released I, alongside. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, also a bad decision, because all the kids yeah. will go see... All the 13-year-olds will want to go see that movie, other than this fucking movie. Yeah, it wasn't... It didn't really have a lot going for it. Yeah. The trailer was good, but that's about it. I didn't see any advertisement for it ever since that trailer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wendy Eyed of The Observer wrote, An effectively spooky horror film, but a generic one. Savage's approach is efficient, but workmanlike. He makes liberal use of jump scares and thunderous crashes on the score. Yeah. Uh, well acted for the most part for what they had to do. I think a lot yeah. of the, I think a lot of the technical aspects were very strong, and it's apparent that's probably where the budget went. Um, just it's hard to make a really effective movie out of such minimal source material, mm-hmm. but. 
in the same uh, series of short stories, and that Stephen King, I forget already what it's called, but I think I said it earlier. I don't know. Um, he had Children of the Corn come out of it, which is obviously, arguably, probably regarded as better than this movie. <laughs> I don't really know. I haven't well, seen what's, Children of the Corn in forever. What's funny is Christmas Cena probably thought devil was his sinister and then when it flopped he was like okay this is my chance to make up for devil and then not only was he overshadowed by a like eight-year-old the movie also is trash (laughs) yeah really so uh this the boogeyman was part of night shift uh i was trying to find what other movies okay so we get children of the corn cat's eye maximum overdrive graveyard shift and the mangier are all movies that come out of this and i've heard of a couple of those and oh i'm sorry i'm a fucking idiot it's not the mangier it's the mangler i'm just a really bad reader sometimes um I think The Mangler is a movie about a haunted washing machine. So maybe this isn't the worst movie to come out of Night Shift. Uh, but it's well, is it Maximum Overdrive, just a car? Something to do with car. I couldn't tell you. And they <laughs> Didn't they make... Uh, no, Christine's its own book, isn't it? Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh... Uh, regardless we can we can all agree that we don't need to keep making no i was gonna say we can all disagree we don't need to keep making uh stephen king adaptations it's really fine (laughs) (laughs) maximum overdrive is about a comet crossing earth and then a bunch of inanimate objects spring to life oh dude it's got fucking emilio estevez in it i just haven't watched a lot of movies that came out before i was born sorry all right yeah because we're not nerds what are, what are those? What are, there's got to be... I mean, other than... I was going to say, what are some good ones? It was obviously fantastic. Um, you know, there's a few decent ones. I like the um, the short series. Uh, what's it called? Rose Red. Mm. I really liked that. Um, and I really like Salem's Lot, which is also a Stephen King And that's coming out with adaptation. a remake soon, yeah? Mm-hmm. I Still. love that movie. And Gavin watched the TV series where it's all in his universe, you know? So, whatever that's called. Yeah, Castle Rock. Um, yeah, I've watched the first episode three different times, and that's it. Well, you don't want to watch more than the first season, I'll tell you that. Third. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like I said, I liked the original Children of the Corn. I liked It. I liked both the miniseries It and both of the newer It's. Um, I think Cujo's fine. The new Pet Cemetery was awful, but the original Pet Cemetery is decent. Yeah, um, yeah. Christine's not bad. Killer cars aren't my thing, personally. But This is citing The Mist as a Stephen King. I think that's another short story of his. I did not know that. And obviously, we like The Mist. Be sure to check out our Mist episode. Woo, John and I mm-hmm. really fucked it up on there. <laughs> I think that's about it 
We've we've inorganically extended the length of this episode as long as we can. Indeed. So, <laughs> out of six, what are you giving Boogeyman? Oh, man. Are we going to watch a movie that gets rated higher than two? Perhaps. I'm giving it a... You know what? I'm giving it a two and a half. <laughs> I thought you were about to say one and a half. I'm giving it a two flat. Um, yeah. We talked about I definitely liked it more strengths. than you did. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I don't hate it. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not interested in ever watching it again. I believe that to be the case. Yes, I will never watch <laughs> it again. Thank you. Um, but like we said, there's three Boogeyman movie. There were Boogeyman movie. Uh, came out 2005, 2008, 2009, I think is their release schedule. Maybe 2011 on the last one. Uh, don't Couldn't tell you anything about those. I know that they're rated R. So, like we said, that might just be one episode one day. But alas. Yeah, we got plenty of material. Don't <laughs> you folks worry. Uh, let us know what you want to hear about next. We'll probably end up doing Smile. Uh, John... <laughs> John and I are going to be, we received, Gavin and I received some personal feedback um, the other day. So uh, John and I will be discussing Get Out or Us in uh, (laughs) (laughs) sometime in July. I'm not sure when. Also in July is going to be our official one year anniversary. July 15th, 2022, the very first episode of Bloody Sport came out where two young men discussed a movie. Was Malignant the first one? Malignant was the first movie. Thank you. Malignant, two young men, Dan and Gavin, talked about Malignant. So, I think, if you listen to some of our earlier episodes, we haven't talked about it in a while, but there's only one movie that we can truly do for our one year anniversary, and if you were there through those struggling audio times, then you know what movie I'm talking about. Be on the lookout. The The Reckoning. (laughs) <laughs> if you don't already you can follow us on instagram at bloody sport you can follow us on twitter at bloody sport pod we're not super active on either we're trying to get better at it it's tough okay we don't really know what we're doing uh and if you want to email us further movie suggestions or spork feeding topics email us at bloody at gmail.com there will be a spork feeding at the end of the week i hope to put this out tonight tuesday night so you should get two episodes this week. Fun times. Ooh. And the end of this week, we are talking about conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah. So if there are any favorite conspiracy theories of yours that you want us to talk about, or if you want to give us a brief summary on them, I will read them off and credit you, obviously. Go ahead and uh, contact us at any of those social media outlets I just listed, and we will be sure to credit you appropriately. Or answer the question over on Instagram. At Bloody Spork. Without further ado, I believe that's everything. Yep. Be on the lookout. Conspiracy theories. End of the week. I'm Dan. And I'm Gavin. And that's the boogeyman coming to get you. Have a great day, Sporkies. Bye, Sporkies.